0: Jeremy Corbyn is the surprise front-runner in the UK opposition Labour Party's leadership elections. Although his hard-left views are thought to make him unelectable by some people, he has soared ahead of other candidates in the polls. I'm Jim Pickard, Chief Political Correspondent at the Financial Times, and I spoke to him in a cafe in Euston about his views on the economy, business and NATO I wonder whether people in big business should they be nervous about the Jeremy Corbyn win we're trying to develop an economic policy
1: which recognises the duty of government is to ensure the economy actually works for the entire community that there are gross inequalities in Britain
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, social inequalities, there's also massive economic inequalities in that we've gone far too far down the of the service based economy not enough in the innovative manufacturing industry or Mm. green energy jobs or infrastructure development. and All of our economic thinking is about rebalancing our economy. Should people be worried about that? They should understand what we're doing and
0: see that they have a role to play in that. From the banker's perspective, they would say there's now been £200 billion worth of fines for malpractice during the run-up to the credit crunch and all the the malfeasance then. Do you think the level of them taking responsibility and paying the price of that, has that been enough?
1: Well, we've got to have a banking system that works permanently and doesn't lead us into the catastrophe of 2008, when the public had to put in vast amounts of money, either through QE or through buying shares, in order to ensure the rest of the economy works. No, I recognise there is much more regulation than there was before, yeah. and it indicates how much there should have been all along.
0: But to put another question, similar question, yeah, there is this bank levy, it's just been changed, new bank mm. surcharge. Would you consider lifting that, or do you think it's about the right kind of level? I'd say to that right. Okay. I mean, that's fairly reassuring for FT City Read, really, isn't it?
1: Well, we want an economy that works, and that's the whole mm. point about it. And, but I do think the salary levels and the bonus levels, again, mm-hmm. have got to be looked at. I mean, some of it is, is ludicrous. Yeah. And so I am looking at the gap within every organisation between the highest and lowest
0: level to pay. But it sounds like you accept that the City of London is part of the overall economy.
1: Well, it's there. It's not going to disappear. It is a major finance and insurance centre. Does it need full regulation? Yes. And a lot of that has begun to happen since
0: the crisis of 2008. Would you keep hold of a stake in Lloyd's and RBS? Yes, I would. Of, of any particular size? Well, it depends what size is left by 2020. But it seems like RBS there probably would be some. I would guess it's whereas some. Whereas that. Lloyd's lights have gone by Kind of weird to put it mildly that we
1: buy RBS shares at, uh, at one figure in order to keep the bank afloat, and the Chancellor is now selling them off and not helping the British people or the economy and at no stage is sought to direct RBS in the way in which it does its investment. So I think we should assert our public participation in these banks far more. Why are they not investing far more in the manufacturing industry? Why are they not investing much more in big infrastructure projects?
0: You you see the, would you see the government holding a stake in RBS permanently? Yes, I would. I've read or heard somewhere that you would want to buy back Royal Mail. Is that, is um, that right? Royal Mail, the universal service
1: obligation comes up in 2016, I think, for a parliamentary vote. And we're looking at the community mail option, which the Communication Workers Union are discussing at the moment. One is to protect the universal service obligation, and um, in doing that, there has to be some degree of public participation in the mail service. If we allow the universal obligation to disappear... Then Royal Mail would very quickly stop delivering to remote areas and they'd go into competition with TMT elsewhere. I don't want competition on mail delivery, household mail delivery. What I want is um, a protection of Royal Mail's position and the public influence in it.
0: But that would mean buy back shares? It wouldn't be. Do you know what? One no, the I don't know what.
1: I haven't got a figure on that. We're looking at that moment.
0: On John MacDonald, who you're not confirming might be Shadow Chancellor, but he's obviously a close ally of yours, he suggested that up-raised income tax would be better off at 60%. Would I would rather
1: favour? look at levels of uh, tax avoidance, which go on at corporate level, and mm. look at levels of uncollected tax first, and I would look at not reducing, probably raising corporation tax a bit, but I do recognise there has to be some kind of international <coughs>
0: understandings on this. and uh, whether At what level we go up to, we haven't said that at you said that you would end privatisation in health, mm-hmm. but does that mean you would start stripping existing from the, the contracts what from? What I would do company?
1: is um, a number of things. One is to end the principle of the internal market in the NHS and go back to a planned provision within the NHS mm-hmm. and directly employed staff and terminate contracts as they expire. There may be cases for taking them over. I'd also look very seriously at the question of PFI costs within the NHS. Which are huge. But there's nothing you can do
0: about that if they're them based. Wouldn't that cost a fortune? It might be, but it might
1: save in the long run. I mean, I think PFI is a, a very wasteful way of raising public finance. Well, it's not really public finance, because in fact, you, in some cases, permanently, mostly temporarily
0: transfer the asset to somebody else. Would you seek to get the deficit down, but at a slower rate than the Tories? Would you have any public spending cuts at all? The principle behind our ideas is to invest and grow the economy.
1: I'm not saying it's a good thing to run a deficit, but it isn't. You should aim to reduce that, but you shouldn't do it at the expense of um, social programs, local government, or the most vulnerable in our society. What we're doing is making local government pay for an awful lot of the cost of it, and that's paid for, paid for by schools, preschool facilities, adult social care, are all paying the price. ...of this arbitrary date of moving into budget surplus, There's think a lot of we... anger out there, you know, about these public spending
0: costs, Which is why so many people are turning up at our rallies. But if a Labour anti-austerity government gets in... ...do you feel that there could be the, the reaction that the markets take price ...and Britain's borrowing costs go up? Why would they want to?
1: Because um, we would be expanding the economy... ...we would be investing in infrastructure... Education infrastructure and skill infrastructure, so there'll be an expanding economy, and obviously that's something I would have thought would be attractive.
0: Quick question about media Do you think that the laws control over media ownership in this country are sufficient?
1: No, I don't. I think there's um, far too much concentration in the hands of too few, and so I would look again at that.
0: With anyone in mind? Well, I think we all know who the big media owners are. And presumably, you would try to improve the we need, ownership we need a vibrant newspaper,
1: website. television, radio services. And we need one that is not controlled by a very small number of very big interests. I mean, diversity in the media is something that is intrinsic to a democratic society. We don't want the whole media so one Ruf- by one should Ruf- person. Should Rupert be worried? He should understand awesome. that we're very serious about um, diversity of media
0: ownership. You've talked about being sceptical about NATO. Would you want Britain to leave NATO?
1: I think NATO is a Cold War product. I think NATO historically should have shut up shop in uh, 1990 along with the Warsaw Pact. Unfortunately, it didn't. It now seems to have given itself, in 2006, a global role. And I am no defender whatsoever of Putin or Russian foreign policy any more than I defend US foreign policy. But I do feel nervous about... um, this expansion eastwards and the consequent militarisation in Russia. So,
0: but It sounds it, like you'd stay in it whilst, well, whilst has dis- to be with what it does. There has
1: to be a big debate within the Labour Party and Labour movement about that. I am not intrinsically in supportive of NATO, but I would also mm. want to try and stop the NATO expansion programme and have a better relationship to prevent this um, militarisation of the border between Ukraine and Russia. Otherwise, we're getting into a
0: very dangerous area here. People who have compared you to Bernie Sanders, is that fair? I think it's interesting,
1: the popular movement that's happening, um,
0: not just in Britain, but
1: other parts of Europe, and particularly the USA, which Mm. is a lot of people, older people coming back into Labour, left, socialist politics, a lot of young people, who are very political, but not party political, being involved in environment, student campaigns... And peace campaigns getting together, and so our rallies are a wonderful diversity of ethnicity,
0: age, and race. This is Jim Picard, and I was speaking to Labour leadership candidate Jeremy Corbyn in London. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall—whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right.